Imagine every sitcom and romantic comedy about college postgrad and how magical it was supposed to be. Imagine that it's the exact opposite and you have the lives of Tiffany Ho and McKenna Wan. Having a beautiful apartment that overlooks the LA skyline with a hot boyfriend and a group of girlfriends who goes out to bars every night is not the reality. At a postgrad, we quickly discovered that our expectations of this grand life we were promised was neither what we imagined or even existent. So we wanted to highlight the normalcy of the day-to-day -day struggles and achievements of a 20-something-year-old in an authentic and genuine way. We are sitting right in the trenches of trying to navigate what it looks like to experience vulnerability, create meaningful relationships, and ultimately live our best mature lives. Here is the Mature Podcast. party people Ooh, hello we made it to our first episode of the mature podcast Yay. <laughs> uh, we're your co-hosts i'm tiffany and i'm mckenna and today we're going to be talking about expectations versus reality of postgrad post oh gosh <laughs> my hands are sweating just thinking just about thinking someone about asking this. me like what are you doing now I'm like Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Getting yes. my life together. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Debatable. Debatable. <laughs> All right. So we're going to introduce ourselves a little bit. Um, talk about for a little bit of how we met, what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it feels like we've been talking about this for quite some time, but yeah. we're so excited to actually be here um, to do it and actually mm -hmm. talk about all these good topics that people are not talking about for sure with other people yes. and i feel like it's so important to be talking about what we're experiencing yeah um post-grad mm -hmm. all right so so how did we meet <laughs> <laughs> so how did we meet well i was uh, about 18 <laughs> no uh tiffany however here scooted her way into my heart <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um we were actually um hallmates on our freshman floor. Yep. And Tiffany thought it was a great idea, despite our lovely RA's um, constant redirection <laughs> of, you know, riding her scooter in the hallways. And um, we kind of just got to talking, realized that we had a deep love of um, Disney Channel original movies. Of course. Um, nothing better. There's nothing, nothing better. better. Nothing better than a solid high school musical night <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so we kind of just had these, like, deep conversations, and, um, from there, we just hit it off, and we've been Stayed friends. friends since. Yeah. We've been roommates, we've... Yeah, I couldn't get rid of her. Yeah. We've, hey, we've I think we both together. made each other better roommates. I know, we honestly did. Mo mostly me. <laughs> both of us, both. We, we yeah, learned yeah, a lot yeah, from yeah. each other, but, yeah, we, we just always kind of stuck together, couldn't get yeah, rid of you, I didn't okay. hate you enough. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> to get rid of you um but your words hurt I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry but we finally we pretty much experienced our almost experienced like our entire college experience together sure. and we actually graduated early um we we walked about we walked in december of 2018 mm -hmm. and we're technically class of 2019 yeah so just a couple months before so i think that you know, us experiencing this weird post-grad mm -hmm. life before, while our class, our quote-unquote class, was kind yeah. of still in school was interesting. For sure. So I think it would be really good for us just to talk about what we thought post-grad 
looked like before we went into college. Yeah, what I thought it was going to be like. What it was, yeah, but what we thought it was going to be like, and then we'll just dive right into what it actually is. Yeah. Um. All right, so I say, McKenna, you go first. Oh, so okay. I think we'll we'll talk about okay. career, relationship-wise, family, location, physical, mental health, whatever, and then friends. Just like dive right dive in. Dive right into right, what, what you know. I'll paint you know what I'll, I'll paint, paint a picture. I'll yeah, paint, paint you a picture. picture of eighteen-year-old McKenna, <laughs> which just sounds so weird. But like four years really does change a person. It really does. I mean, heck, six months really changes a person. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I went in. To good old APU, 18, naive as hell. <laughs> I mean, we all were. Um, yeah, I kind of had this idea. I went in as a psychology major, came out as a psychology major, so at least that didn't change. <laughs> I mean, I could have I been doing the same thing, yeah. True, true, true. So I had this wonderful plan that I was um, going to be a MFT, which is a marriage family therapist. Had this grand plan of, you know, going through the four years I was uh, somehow, you know, moving into that. I was like, okay, I know I have to go to grad school. So I was like, all right, at 22, I'll go to grad school and I'll be an MFT. I'll go to school for two years. I'll be an MFT by then. And I'll just have all these great clients that love me. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, really high high, uh, view of myself. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Yeah, while I was, you know, going through my four wonderful, magical years of college, I was obviously going to find someone to marry because that (laughs) ring by spring don't have it by itself. Oh, my gosh. So you literally had everything planned out. Oh, to the T. Yeah. Like, literally, I knew that I was probably going to get married in a barn. Uh, I remember this this conversation. (laughs) In Georgia. In Georgia, Georgia, of course. In Georgia. You know, um... We all think we're going to get married in Georgia until you actually feel any type of humidity. And then you realize <laughs> no one actually wants to get married in humidity. No. So, yeah, I, obviously I was going to find the love of my life because I planned it. So it was going to happen. It was going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. And we were going to get engaged after. I mean, if you wanted to propose on the stage of our graduation. Oh, just, my gosh. <laughs> I have never told you that. No. There's some things we give to ourselves. So there's that. And then, you know, MFT comes around. I obviously wasn't going to, like, get married right away. Of course away. not. Of course I got to wait a little. I have to wait. So I was going to wait my two, my two years, and then we would get married, and I would be an MFT. I would wait, of course, to have kids. Because uh, yes, can't just have kids right away. Kids right away after I planned my <laughs> whole life. <laughs> yeah, so um started doing that, had that idea, and I was like, all right, so um what's next? What's next on my list? So what's- you thought you were gonna be in Georgia or or, or you were just gonna you know, get married in Georgia? You know, it was kind of like a hoping that the person I ended up with would just happen to be from Georgia. <laughs> so, so I would, would so, so I would move to Georgia, Amazing. obviously, yeah. go to grad school there, you know. Oh, let's let's talk about location as in just the apartment slash house that I thought I would yeah. just magically where, where did you own. think you were gonna end? Like where did you think you're you gonna know, move? You know, I I think I had this idea like, oh, okay, I'll move and I will obviously like we'll get an apartment because you can't afford a giant, you know, plantation right off the bat. Yeah, I gotta wait a couple years. After yeah, kids. <laughs> <laughs> With that wrap around porch though. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I was, I had accepted the fact that, that I would have to, like, have an apartment. Okay. It would be nice, though. It would have a lot of sunshine. Mm-hmm. Natural light is key. Uh, yeah, it's, of course. In any apartment. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's getting worse as I say it yeah. out loud. Like, uh, thinking how you actually believed this at one point. Yeah. And seeing what actually happened. <laughs> okay, so you were going to be in an right. apartment with lots of sunlight. Yeah, with my fiance. Obviously. <laughs> with my fiance. My family was super supportive. You know, they just like understood me. They knew that I always wanted to go to Georgia. And so that's just kind of where my head was, was like <laughs> my family knew what I wanted to do. I was very career driven, but also like had like mental like of relationship wise. And like it was just going to happen. Like, I just so, it just baffles me that I was so convinced. Convinced. Yeah. I was so convinced that I was like, <laughs> this will be my life. Yeah. Just like it'll just magically fall apart in those four years. Like, you don't know what it actually, the steps to take, but no. it'll just happen by the yeah. time you walk that stage at graduation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Grant, like, four years later, I was gonna be engaged, going to Georgia have like great friends who were like, oh yeah, like we love you. You're fantastic. I thought I would have this like huge group of friends who was like, wow, McKenna, you're so great. And like, you're so supportive of us. And <laughs> Everyone just loving each other. Yes, just this like <laughs> harmonious, just like, wow, we are family. I mean, granted, yeah, no, that's literally what Yeah, that, that sounds I, about right. I literally thought like post-grad, I would basically have like the TV show Friends or like How I Met Your Mother in Georgia. Amazing. <laughs> just fall. Everyone just follows you to Georgia. <laughs> me to Georgia. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, how did you, what did you think you were going to feel like physically, mentally, emotionally? Oh, physically, like- I was super fit. Like, <laughs> I just went to the gym all the time. <laughs> went on hikes with my fiance. Yep. Um, yeah, mentally, I was just killing the game because I was in the mental health field. So, like, I knew, like, I knew what was going on. And I, like, I was in tune with my feelings and I was good to go. I was like, you need some therapy? I got you. Oh, my God. Just whip it out. (laughs) Whip it out any moment. My gosh. It's a superpower, Tiffany. No, it is. It really is. Just plan every every single single, year of your life after post-grad pretty much yeah that was that was you know let's talk about you (laughs) I think it's I think it's time to switch all right we don't need to talk about my plantation in Georgia anymore it's time for you oh with lots apartment with lots of sunlight and everyone just follows you around yeah for sure yeah please tell me what you thought all right so 18 yeah we're we're 18 actually I was yeah, I was 17 going into oh, right, college because right, right. I was a little younger than most. Mm-hmm. And so I also went to AP. It was just a Pacific University. And I had no idea what I was going into. I I am a planner, but not that much of a planner. <laughs> where, I was like Pinterest planner. Yeah, you're a Pinterest planner. I was a Pinterest planner. I am like... I'm a type of planner where I'll plan stuff. Like, my plan was to go to college. All right, we figured it out. <laughs> you and made it. I did it. We did it, and we chose, a, we chose a school to go to. And I thought, I, like, confidently said, I was like, I will not move home after I graduate <laughs> college. That was, like, a, like non-negotiable. Like, I, I Yeah, I remember was, like, you telling me that. Two, two big things I definitely said to myself when I graduated high school and I was going to college. I said, I wanted to move out of the house. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to dorm on campus, which did happen. Yeah. And then I also was not going to move home 
at all. Like I was, I think I was so arrogant and just so like, oh, like everything is so easy. And you know, moving out is, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna have the money somehow and just figure it all out. (laughs) It will just come to me. It will just come to me (laughs) and I'm for sure not gonna move home, which, it's the classic millennial. Yeah. <laughs> it's also, I feel like everyone goes through this. True. And, okay, so I went in as a psych major. So just like you, but mm-hmm. I did not come out a psych major. I yes. came out as a business major. Yeah. And I thought that I knew I would stay location-wise. I think I knew I was going to stay in California. Mm. I think at that time, I, like, could not imagine going elsewhere and also Granted, at that time, I also never really went anywhere. So California, like SoCal in particular, was all I knew. And so I was like, why would I move anywhere else? So I think that for me, it was kind of daydream of like having this L.A. loft. (laughs) Classic. Okay, so you're like new girl. uh, Yeah, just like having an L.A. loft and like having that like that sunshine like Mm. like through the huge window and and all that good stuff and I was just like life was just gonna work itself out and I was just gonna make a crap ton of money and just (laughs) (laughs) and just be so happy I was not thinking I don't even think I was really thinking about like marriage it's just not really what I am so like used to like people Mm -hmm. I knew I was gonna graduate college at 21 because I came in at 17. So I could not imagine myself getting married at 21. Mm-hmm. But I knew that I was like, oh, I'll, I'll date someone by then. Like, we're going to. Yeah, you'll you'll have a little a yeah, blue on the side. Yeah, we'll <laughs> meet someone. I don't have to worry about it. And I figured, like, with friends, I'll have the best as a friend. I'm going to have a bunch of them. Okay. I'm going to have, like, my own, like, cheetah girls. Group. Yeah, like a little posse. <laughs> yeah, just, like, <laughs> all of us just going everywhere and not even considering the fact that like we might all move somewhere different too. I think that's where we're similar. We're all just going to follow each other, which is kind of ridiculous because no, that's not how life works. Please follow me because you should. Yeah, We're all friends. So why else would like, we're we're going to go. I'm here. You here. (laughs) All right. All right. So, so location wise, you had it set up career wise. You had it set up relation wise. Had a little something set up. It was like up in the air, you know, I was like kind of open. I also thought too career wise, I was gonna, I, well, at that time, right, when before I went to school, I, I was a psych major coming right. in. So I thought I was mm-hmm. gonna go to med school. <laughs> I was so convinced I'm gonna go to med school, I'm become a psychiatrist. Like, oh, you, this- were, you were playing, like, you were gonna be doctor yeah tiffany Ho. yeah dr tiffany Ho. like that has a good ring to it you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> dr tiffany ho it just sounds so good and i was just so convinced that that was going to be my life and i never had to worry about money because i was going to become a doctor <laughs> so yeah, loans don't exist <laughs> loans don't exist um everything was just going to come naturally right. and and i think that's where being a or being 18, 17, whatever, being just super arrogant, just, like, not knowing anything, yeah. thinking everything's just going to magically fall into like, your lap. touching on that, like, physically, mentally, you were, like, chilling? Yeah, I, w- I was going to talk to the world. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just finish school, just, like, make my parents so proud, and just, like, go to med school, just do the classic Asian route, you mm. know, typical go to med school, right. and just that is me. 
Mm. I am the doctor mm. and that's it, and everything else would just fall in line. I don't even think really either I was like focused on my mental health as much. So I didn't think I I would just it wasn't a a priority. It was just mm. I need to just get stuff done, yeah. go to school. What are again, feelings? Yeah, yeah, what are feelings? Yeah. Just kind of you, yeah. you don't need those when you're a doctor. No, definitely not. So <laughs> just forget about it so just like a little different (laughs) yeah just very different which is kind of I mean if you guys like if people actually meet us they always say like how are we friends multiple people from like our even like our hometowns would like meet us together and they're like on paper it just doesn't Doesn't make make sense sense. yeah yeah people from APU were just like oh you guys are (laughs) are you like roommates are just like are, and friends question mark question, a, lot a lot of question, question marks, marks yeah. yeah for sure and so um yeah we actually are friends despite our very <laughs> preconceived <laughs> ideas yes. of what we thought our lives would look like I mean hell I was getting married in a barn and you were living in an LA loft with your cheetah girls I was gonna become a doctor so that was that was the yeah, plan for sure that was the plan all right, so let's hear what actually <laughs> happened. And right, I think right. it'll be good for us to just kind of dive into what... So because we finished school early, mm-hmm. um, we kind of went through this like weird transition of, well, technically we're graduates, so we're not yes. a part of our like, you know, school anymore. We're not yeah. part of the community life. We're not living next to our friends anymore. Yet everyone around us... And everyone in our, our circle yeah. was going to school, still living that life. And they still had time to figure out what they wanted to do. But uh, we had to kind of get a head start on that. Yeah. And it was weird, too, because both of us were taking classes. Mm-hmm. After we after, graduated. Yeah, like one or two classes. So we were still technically in school, but, but not, not really. But not like associate. Like we didn't go to the same. We didn't go to APU yeah. to take those classes. Yeah. We went to like a community college. college which so. was weird too. Yeah. So let's just re-answer all of this and just yeah. talk about what these past six months have looked like. Ooh, and um, oh, okay. maybe we'll give some advice to people who are going through this right now and yeah. just dive into that. Okay. So. All right, your turn again. So what actually, what does postgrad actually look like? Postgrad is literally a bamboo <laughs> I mean, I think you can tell in our tone of voice. Um, a lot of what we thought, thought. was going to happen when we were 17, 18, um, it did not <laughs> happen. Just straightforward. Just straightforward. Like, a lot of the stuff that I said. Nothing. I mean, obviously... I don't know if you can tell. I'm not in Georgia right now. We're uh, based in SoCal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So um, let's just jump into career-wise. Yes, what's what's um, happening? Yeah, so I had a crisis identity when I was 20. And I thought, um, I don't actually care about a six-year-old woman who got divorced. <laughs> um, I don't want to listen to it. Yeah, that's fair. I have, no, I have no desire for it. Yeah. Um, what I was passionate about were adolescents. And so I decided that I wanted to be a high school therapist. So I wanted to work in a high school and be a licensed clinical therapist for that. So that's where my like mindset kind of headed towards. Um, still got to go to grad school applying right now. Um, really excited about that. But yeah, career wise, I definitely, I mean, I stayed in the mental health field, but, um, even right now, like my job that I have currently, 
Um, I still work in mental health. I work at a residential treatment center. Yep. Um, working in trying to get promoted there. <laughs> you know, baby steps. But baby steps. Um, I've been working there for the past two years, and it's been a great experience. Um, definitely not what I thought I would be doing, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I thought I was going to get money without, like, a job <laughs> in college. <laughs> but, like, for some reason in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I won't have a job in college because, like, I'm working towards <laughs> being a marriage family therapist, therapist yeah. and I would have to go to grad school, and, like, then I'll make my money. Yeah, um... Not a thing. Bills happen. <laughs> like, you know, having a lifestyle and your parents saying, I don't want to pay for this anymore. It's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've just been kind of working towards that. And it's it's something else. It's not like easy breezy cover yeah. girl. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it's I think it's kind of thinking about, OK, this was a job you were doing, right? Right. Like in your like junior year, kind of mm -hmm. going into senior year or senior yeah. semester. Yeah. And then now you're kind of doing it for the quote unquote real world yeah. post-grad. It's hard. It's, I think there's a difference in like Huge. the way you handle yourself yeah. as a college student and then, and then after as a graduated student. Yeah, for sure. I mean, granted, like I had school and like I would come home and like by coming home, I mean, I would like go to my apartment on campus, campus with yeah. like Tiffany and like our other roommates and like that was kind of my escape away from work like I wouldn't have to be around the clients and everything and so um which leads me into my next point um yeah my job I mean granted it pays well but it does not pay enough for me to have my own freaking apartment in Georgia yeah no um, or for you to uproot your entire yeah, life from sure. California yeah to it just like was not what was happening in my life. Yeah. Um, which again goes into the whole relationship thing. I mean, I'll just touch on that. I'm obviously not engaged. <laughs> um, and which is, I think was really hard. Probably one of the hardest aspects to wrap my head around mm. was the fact that like, I wasn't engaged and I wasn't even in a relationship. And like, what does that look like? Mm. Um, because there is this huge stigma, especially like in SoCal kind of um, colleges to have a ring by spring. Yeah. Um, it's a big thing. I know in like the Bible Belt, if y'all know what that is, um, it's like a bunch of like Baptist schools in um, the South. And like, that's a big thing to get married young. And I kind of just wanted that so desperately. And then it didn't happen. <laughs> and you were like, well, <laughs> well, that was cool. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks yes. for that, APU. Um, yeah, so I thought APU was going to provide a lot more than it did. But it's not like they advertise you get a ring by spring. spring when you go to school there, yeah. Um, yeah, so relationship-wise, location-wise, I'm not engaged in Georgia. Um, I actually moved back home, and that was something else yep. um I think I just in my head like I kind of accepted it by senior year I was just like all right I'm gonna move back home like that was the best option for me was to move back home yeah like I didn't have it was to the pay most practical yeah I didn't have to pay rent my parents were really cool about that they still are um and they were like you know what we want you to save money we want you to like work full-time do your thing like go to grad school like do what you need to do in order to like become what you want to become yeah Which without having like, to worry financially yeah, to without sustain exactly yeah. and I think that's just like you know I currently don't pay like have to worry about like 
doing paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And that's what my parents were mostly worried about. Yeah. And so I'm really grateful that they, like, opened their home to me. Like, they honestly didn't have to. Yeah. No, like, they could have just been like, bye. No, they were like, you're now, I mean, they could have done that at 18 and then they still let me back in. But, yeah. I mean, they could have been like, you're 22. Figure it out. Yeah. Pay your own insurance. Like, yeah. do your own thing. Um. So I am very, very grateful. I don't want to, like, negate that part yeah. of it. Um. But yeah, so relationship-wise has been very different. You know, it's hard finding people when you're not in that AP bubble, bubble anymore. Or just like you're not around a bunch of people, like-minded people who are around the yes. same age yes. who might have the same, you know, interests as you mm -hmm. anymore. Like yeah. you go to work and you go home. Yeah. And what else? Like do, what yeah. else do you do? Like, yeah, I mean like so... I feel like physically and mentally, I'm actually, you know, I thought like, oh, it was going to be great. I think I'm actually like great in a different way. Interesting. Because I've opened my mind up so much, because college taught me so much, because I went through so many ups and downs of like my mental health and, you know, breaking down those barriers of like my preconceived ideas, even me thinking I was going to be in freaking Georgia. Yeah. Like, like that, yeah. like breaking down, like why did I think that was like, an idea that I wanted like why was I um romanticizing it mm. that was really really important for me to understand yeah and so um mentally wise like I am struggling but in like the best way where I am like getting to the nitty-gritty of like who I am as a person and like kind of same thing with physical just because my physical health actually has a lot to do with my mental health and we can talk about that in other podcasts, yep. but um, physically I am doing like so much better than I was when I was 18 and thought that I needed to look a certain way and um, be a certain way. And again, breaking down those walls of what I thought my life was going to look like. So do you think that had something to do with like your age or like your college experience or like what do you think? That, what attribute to your change in that? Because I think everyone's experience in college sure. is so different. Yeah. Um, like, we can get older, but we could still be the same. Mm -hmm. So, like, what do you think helped that? Like, pushed that yeah. along? I think it was the people I surrounded myself with in college. I for sure had people who were challenging me. Yeah. And not that my friends in high school or friends from home didn't challenge me. I was just challenged with different um, perspectives where yeah. everyone from my hometown um, and the friends that I have we all like the reason we were friends we all kind of had like like-minded decisions but in college I like was very drawn to this idea of diversity mm. and learning why people were the way they are and again that has to do with like my psych background and so it was pushing myself to find friends who would challenge me and want me to be like a better person and not just have this idea of like okay well like I did this and I want to go here and I'm going to move to Georgia. Um, and it was more like, well, why are you going to move to Georgia, Georgia when, yeah. you know, you don't have a fiance that you're going with? Yeah. Why are you moving to Georgia when you literally hate the humidity? And it was like finally realizing like, oh, these were just things that I wanted when I was 18. Like fantasies, and right? Fantasies. And it was like every year I like grew up, I was like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. I don't need this anymore. And while it's like, you know, it's not ideal to be living in my um, parents' house, it's also not ideal to be living in like these random places that I thought were for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, granted, my painted picture of postgrad 
was a bamboozle. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone got yeah. bamboozled. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, there are definitely differences in that. And it affected me a lot in like the best way possible. Yeah. 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 I feel like it, you, it just forced you to grow up. But it's just, it's so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. Like, and no, and I feel like that's, I feel like that's kind of where the anger is kind of growing. Where I, we finished school and I just remember being so upset that like no one told you Mm -hmm. that one, you didn't have to have it all together. No, 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 no. No one told you, told, told you that. Two, also no one said like, it's kind of hard to transition from being in school for 15 plus years. Mm. And then now you have to go and just kind of do it all on your own. Yeah, And not that like, not that it felt like I needed someone to hold my hand, but it felt like we had the system in place. And Mm -hmm. now you're just kind of going off the rails and you just got to go figure it out on your own. Yeah, I mean like, let's like honestly like let's talk about friendships when it comes to that we're like let's all be honest like you were saying you're in a environment almost I mean I would like to say in a bubble yeah I don't care what college you go to you're in a bubble of some sort yeah because you could go to a big university like in the middle of Texas and you're still in a bubble like you can go to somewhere in like San Francisco and think that you're like in the world or whatever. Not saying that I have anything against San Francisco. <laughs> I don't. I love the city. But I'm just saying, like, you could think, like, you're in the middle of everything, but you're still in your bubble. Yeah. Um. And so with your friendships, like, that's where you kind of, like, grasp on. You're like, okay, like, we're all in this together. Like, we're doing it together. And then you leave and, then and you're, you're not, not together. together. Yeah. I mean, you're – I mean, for me, it was, like, I'm living at home. I'm by myself. Like, my friends are, like, moving across the country. My other friends are, like, close but not close enough because we all have our own lives going on. We have our own jobs. And so to think about it, I was, like, I literally go to – like, I go to the gym. I go to work. I come home. And and now what? Yeah, now what? Usually I would be, like, going out with friends or, like – Doing homework. Just doing homework, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, you know, watching an episode of The Bachelorette with them. Yeah. And those things change. Yeah. You know, you spend, like, at least for me, I spent a lot of time by myself. And it hasn't been until recently that I've realized that that was such a problem and that I was by myself so much and really lonely, to be honest. Yeah. That I was like, okay, this needs to change. Yeah. And so, but, I mean, granted... No one tells Tells you you that. that. So it's taken me this long to realize, like, hey, I'm kind of lonely. Like, I'm feeling a little down. Like, (laughs) why is that? And it's like, oh, right. No one lives here. You don't see your friends every day. You don't have this easy access to other people People, like like, you used to. And I think by the time you graduate, you're so used to being in like this particular area at school, you know what the rhythms mm-hmm. are. And then you're basically just completely stripped of that. Yes. And then now you're just having to kind of reconstruct what that looks like yeah. by yourself though, mm-hmm. in your own physical location, wherever that may look like. Speaking of which, so we talked about what it now looks like for me, Tiffany. Oh God! Up. All right, let's start career wise. Oh my God! Where are you at? Where am Dr. I at? Dr. Tiffany still? <laughs> no, definitely Dr. not. Dr. Dr. Tiffany's not a thing. Um, I end up, you know, 
I went into marketing instead. <laughs> so doing psych. psych. Yeah, which that, I think the first couple of months of college kind of really showed me like yeah. I was not meant for psych. Yeah, walk us through that though. Like um, what changed? I think, well, first I took, because I was planning to go down the psych route, I took gen psych the first semester. Okay, that's not fair. Like but, it's wait, wait, a bad like, but, representation. But, but this is what I realized. I think I realized I went in thinking like, oh, I can go like sit and talk and listen to people. Right. Because I love people. Mm -hmm. I love like I've always been the person who's like, oh, I'm a problem solver. So everyone right. came to me. and I was like, oh, I could totally do this as a job. So wrong. Like so, so wrong. And I remember hitting a point when there's so many people talking to me when we were transitioning from high school to college. And I just remember thinking, I can't do this. I can't have everyone talking to me about their problems because one love you guys but just could not handle <laughs> all the stress mm -hmm. that came from that while handling my own stuff so yeah. I knew I feel like I didn't have the like I just didn't have it for to to do what therapists and psych yeah. psychiatrists did mm -hmm. and I realized quickly too that it wasn't my passion and also mm -hmm. wasn't my strong suit yeah and I it's a hard struggle I feel like yeah. that's actually very commendable because Why? a lot of people will still like stick to what they oh, did because yeah. they don't want to be those people where it's like oh I changed my major it's oh. like you know what? Do what you're passionate about. If yeah. you're not passionate about it, you're not going to love it. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Just here to validate people, you know, that therapist in me. <laughs> see, oh. this is why I am not <laughs> a psych major. But see, this is why I'm a McKenna. That's her strength, you guys. Um, and so I just realized quickly, and I had a lot of influence from my parents. They told me I should go into business. And I just figured, okay, psych isn't for me. Let me just switch it up. I don't know what I'm doing, but people are telling me I might be good at business, so I'm going to go do that. And they were right. And <laughs> people sometimes... You kind of hate it when people yeah, are right, though. Yeah, it's... You just have to listen. I think that you have to learn balance. But sometimes when people are telling you something and they tell you over and over again, they might be right. So it might be good to listen to them. True. So um, I redirected that and I ended up going to marketing. So now I am working as a social media coordinator. So I want to get into digital marketing, that kind of aspect. Mm -hmm. um, not exactly content creation, but just... You know, when you see those ads on Facebook and Instagram, yeah, I want to be the people to like kind of push those out to you guys. <laughs> so, you know, trying to, and I think there's um, some sort of passion in that of uh, figuring, being creative. Mm -hmm. And that, I, that that's the aspect I really like. So career-wise, that's the path we're kind of going down into. Yeah. And right now, yeah, I'm a social media coordinator for... Um, you know, real estate team. I help my parents run their social media stuff. So we're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I never thought I would end up going to that field, which I'm so lucky because the only reason why I am is because I ended up studying abroad in Ecuador while mm. I was at APU and they gave me mm. an internship that like kind of segue that into for me to get into that world shout so. out to APU for all your great study abroad programs. No, honestly. You're going to South Africa here. Yeah. So we're we, world travelers. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we're culture. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was, like, career-wise. Relationship-wise, um, definitely not date anyone. We know we went mm -hmm. through a hard time last year. <laughs> um, had some pretty rough breakup, <laughs> to say. And so because of that, we're just – it's just not a focus right now. And I don't even think – Honestly, with everything that's been happening, just like trying to transition, I think 
the transition for me has been a way harder than I ever would have imagined. I feel like I've been honestly kind of falling into like a really bad panic attack mm. for like months on end. And I, it just like yeah. did not end. And I think that's like something that really needs to be like said is like, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, like first podcast, like we're doing great. Like this is where we're at. It's like, no, like this is the real, real stuff, stuff that people are not talking about yeah. where it's like, hey, like I'm literally in the trenches with you. Yeah. I am literally in the midst. Like I do not have this all figured out. We're not. I think that's something to point out is like, you know, we're six months into it and like we're still in there. We're still in there. We're yeah. still in it. Like we don't we're not coming at it from a oh, well, this is what we've learned. And like here we are now. Yeah, no, no, no. we're learning like, with with yeah. everyone. And I think that's why, like, honestly, if if I had this six months ago, it would have been so great because mm. I think I just wanted someone to tell me, like, hey, it's OK. And it's yeah. different when you hear from someone who's older mm -hmm. because they're like, well, we've already lived it. Like, yeah. you're fine. And it's it's not like they're being insensitive, but they just don't get it because right. they're older and mm -hmm. they're they're going through a different you know, stage of their life. Yeah. And they, and also I think a lot of it is like the way social media works nowadays, the way our society kind of validates, mm -hmm. like the way we validate each other. Mm -hmm. It's just not as I feel like authentic. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to hear someone speak on that. Who's actually my, someone who actually understood what I was going through. Right. And so, yeah, I just feel like this past like couple months just been like really hard. I, I, I felt like I had to really dive in and just mm -hmm. really think about what was going on without trying to like freak out, like run away from everything. So is that probably, that was like leading into like your mental health status right yeah. now? Okay. Yeah, of just like I was, so I thought when I was in, in high school, right? I was like, oh, everything's gonna be fine. Well, mm -hmm. no, post-grad ended up being, oh man, like I am like at probably the lowest I've ever been, but now kind of transitioning a little bit more out of that now because we are about six, seven months out of it. It's been a little easier, but mm -hmm. it's still not as easy as I thought it would be. Yeah, sure. And I think it was really hard for me for the longest time because while everyone was still in school, I felt like I had to kind of put on this front of like, oh, everything's going great because I'm out of school. Yes. But no one talks about, about that. that. Yeah. But then... But then like actually a couple months after two of like, I eventually had to tell people like, hey, I'm not doing okay. No. And that was like so hard mm -hmm. to be like, I am, post-grad is scary. Yeah. And I just had this like internal fear that everything was not gonna work out. Like every decision I made was just so permanent. Mm -hmm. And that's just like not the case at all. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't wanna scare everyone. But this was just my experience yeah. of just like, I am so afraid of the world. And that's mm -hmm. when I think I knew like something was wrong of this. And I don't, and I think a big part of that is transitioning out of it. Yeah. But I can't confidently say it was all of it. Do you feel like your um, expectations or like your preconceived ideas definitely like those were what like terrified you that like you weren't? meeting those? Yeah, I think it was like disappointing for me mm -hmm. to think like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, 
you know, I'm going to move, I'm not going to move back home, but I end up actually moving back home, which right. it's not a bad idea. No. And it's not even the worst case scenario for you to move back home. Lots of kids do it mm-hmm. or lots of graduates do it's it. Very normal. It's <laughs> like, very normal. It's, people, it's normal. <laughs> it's so normal. But it was just like, you know, us being 17, 18, just being so arrogant, like, oh, so, so ignorant. Easy. Yeah. So ignorant. It was just going to be so easy. And it's not. And I'm... I'm happy being at home because you're right. Like you get the privilege of like, not only just not worrying financially what's going to happen, but you know, learning from your parents while you have the chance Mm -hmm. to, and just spending time with the people you love and you know, you're safe, you know, you're going to be okay. So I think that it ended up working out for the better. I mean, we have to accept reality as it is, but it's definitely like in general, the, that picture I painted for myself was not, it was the complete opposite of what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Here we are though. We're, we have a podcast and we are here yeah. to talk about all these things that we're going through. Honestly. So I don't know. So I think we should transition. That was, okay. that's my, that's my, where right, I'm right, at. Right, 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 right. I think, I think that, you know, if you are talking to someone right now, because mm-hmm. our class has just technically graduated. Yeah what would you say is like, let's just give like top two, let's just say like top two advice maybe. Top two advice. That you okay. would just tell someone if they were kind of going through this, if this, this uncertainty. Yeah, I would say, I mean, I guess it's just because I'm like very passionate about it and it is my field. Um, I would say like your mental health does not need to be at its prime. Like, mm. and it prob and realistically, it probably isn't. Mm. Um, and honestly, accepting that is half the battle. I agree. Yeah. Half the battle is accepting that like your mental health is, I mean, we're, I'm so grateful that we're in this generation that like is really pushing for like advocating for mental health. True. Um, because a lot of people aren't educated in it or are really ignorant about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or it's looked it's like frowned upon to have mental illnesses. So first of all, like if your mental health is not at its peak, totally okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, battling that and accepting that is so okay to like wrestle in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that would probably be my number one, just because even if you're like me and Tiff, where, you know, you had these preconceived ideas and now it's like disappointing. It's so hard to, I mean, we're still in it. It's so hard to get over yeah, that, that hump, hump yeah. of saying I'm okay. Yeah. Like, or I'm I, not okay. Or I'm not okay. Or I've accepted it or I haven't accepted it. So, and it's, it's okay to not ha- to have accepted it. Yeah. I think that's really normal. Yeah. Um, do you want to go next or do you want me to just do my second? I'll, I think one, I think one I'll give, okay, mm-hmm. out of my two is go work out. It is so, yes. it is so important. Yes, 100%. Um, I, I totally think agree with working this. on yourself, like not only mentally, but like physically, like keeping yourself like healthy is yes. so important. Go on a walk. Go on a walk. Walks. You don't like, I know for some people who might be listening to you might start a nine to five. And so you're sitting in an office all day. Yeah. Work out, keep, keep your health up because that does transition or translate to every other part of your life of how you're going to feel, how you're going to treat other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, you know, if you start working out when you're young, then when you're older, you don't have to worry about it. You're just going to be. And it doesn't mean that you have to go to like, because 
I think touching on that, like a gym can be really scary yeah. and hell of expensive. Like yeah, yeah. no one is asking you to get a gym membership. Yeah, no. Um, but going on a walk with your friend, like me and one of my other friends, we go on walks like almost every week and we talk, catch up. Yeah. And by the time we know it, we've walked four miles. Yes. Also, when you're broke and you need to, you want to hang out, True. but you don't want to spend money. Hey, walk. Great walks. You know what? <laughs> Giving this advice is just like, wow. Handing it out for yeah. free. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally agree with yeah. that. Um, gosh, my second one, um, I was kind of going to touch on that, but you like yeah. went for it. And it was a good one. Um, I, it really was. <laughs> oh, my second one. Oh, this is going to be a little, a little feisty, but also a little necessary. Is do not be afraid to cut the cord with some of your friends. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't think people talk about this and I think people are really nervous about it. Um, and I'm sure we'll do some podcasts about it, but I think that was a really big thing about it. Like for me is like, um, it's okay to not talk to your college friends every single day. You're not in that Space, environment yeah. anymore. And it's not, you're not, it's not like you're not going to be friends with them. I mean, I think for the first couple months, me and Tiff didn't really talk as much as we did. Yeah. Like we would catch up and everything. And we have didn't FaceTime, live together though. But we didn't live together. And it was figuring out what does that look like now? Um, and so like I would drive up to her. She would drive down to me. But like we didn't talk every day. Yeah. Like we used to. It was to. weird. It was weird. And so not that I cut Tiffany out of my <laughs> life, but there were people from college that I definitely didn't talk to on a normal basis. Yeah. Um, setting up those boundaries and it's setting people. yeah and it's even setting up the boundaries if you did talk to them every day and you just couldn't make that work I am a huge advocate for low maintenance friendship <laughs> um I think it's totally fine. I don't think adult friendships can it's high really, maintenance I really day. I feel like if I've learned anything it, I mean I've been learning this for the past probably three years is I I think being in a mature yes being adult like it's um almost I don't want to say impossible because it's not impossible it's not impossible it's, it's unrealistic yeah. to expect every single one of your friends to be able to hang out every single night yeah. go to a bar do whatever like your girls gonna work at seven a.m. No one's no <laughs> one's going out to have a drink, drink yeah. when you're like this every night yeah so I think it's totally normal to chip chop find the friendships that are life-giving life-giving yeah we love a life-giving friendship yep. we love those <laughs> life-giving conversations um yeah but i know that probably wasn't as lighthearted as going on a walk but but it's also realistic and i think realistic. that you know setting up those expectations too like yes for the rest of your life of like yeah. recognizing hey i'm not gonna i still love you yeah but I can't talk to you every day. Also, I'm not saying like those friends like that I did set those boundaries with weren't receptive to that. Yeah. It's not like I cut everyone out yeah, of my like, life. Like, bye. It's like, you can't handle it? Get out. <laughs> you can't handle me? Get out of the kitchen. Yeah. So I think I think it's good because there are a lot of, a part of that transition is transitioning your relationship with people around yeah. you. It's not just and, you in yeah. there. Yeah. A lot of people are affected by your transition. Yes. And I think it's good to be mindful of that. For sure. So right. what's your, let's bring it home. Give us your bring last. Bring it home. I think for me, my, my like one thing I would say to everyone is like literally just be so kind to yourself. <laughs> 
and it's wow. <laughs> and it's I it just sounds like the stupidest thing of just like why yeah. would I be kind to myself? Yeah, well, for sure. honestly, like when you're so confused and you're so afraid and you're so scared, like it's so easy for negative thoughts to get in there and mm. tell yourself like you can't do it. Like yes. you, why would you why would you do that? But kind of being patient with yourself and being like, hey, it's okay that I haven't figured this out. It's okay that like I don't know where I'm going to live in another month, which is yes. a real thing too. Some people just, they move they move out of the house or they're mm-hmm. trying to relocate and they don't know where they're going to live. Like, it's okay. Take one day at a time. Be kind to yourself. Speak kind words to yourself every single day because if you don't do that now, you're going to set yourself up for a really bad fall in the future. And I think it's good to set those that type of language within your head, within your mm-hmm. mind space in order for you to be like successful and whatever that means and whatever that means to you. Yeah, I totally agree with that because, um, you know, at work, they I have clients who, you know, do daily affirmations for themselves. And I was like, oh, you know, that's cute. Like, I'm really <laughs> like, I'm really proud of them. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, like you're you're proud that like someone is willing to do, do that. that. Yeah. And then I'm not. Oh God, I hate that I'm even saying this because it sounds so dang cheesy. But like I started doing it. No, yeah, it's and, good. You know, like I started telling myself like three things that I'm grateful for. Yeah. Every morning. I would and you don't have to write them down. If you feel that you need to, go Do for it. it. Yeah. But like on my way to work, I would just, you know, think in my head or like even say out loud, because saying it out loud, it just like you would think as a psychology major, I would know what it does, <laughs> but I don't. Um but, like, neuro- learning, yeah. but neurologically, it does something in your brain. Like it's a it's actually a fact. I promise you, you can look it up for every five negative things that is like said to someone or like that you say to yourself, or I'm sorry, for every one negative thing yeah. that someone says to you or someone or you say to yourself, you need five positive affirmations yeah. to Negate basically that, yeah. to like balance it out. Yeah. So imagine you say like, oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah. You literally need five okay. things to say to yourself that says, no, I'm not stupid. Yeah. Can we just like let that sit in? No, like, that's crazy. How many times are you thinking like, oh, like, man, I really wish I would have done that. Yeah. Then do you automatically think like, I need five positive affirmations <laughs> right now. Yeah. Right now. No one thinks that. So it's it's a way to, I mean, it's just a way to remember what you're grateful for. Remember who makes you you. Mm-hmm. And hell, like if you need to put a sticky note on your bathroom mirror, do it. Do what you got to do. Change your wallpaper on your phone. Yeah. Oh, that's my biggest thing. You just, sometimes it just like clicks in your brain. I say what's helped me is like a small quote. Yeah. Every day. Because of big quote, you're not going to look at, you're not going to remember it. Yeah. Small quote, be kind to yourself. Yeah. So simple. So simple. And yet you look at your phone every day. So do it. You can look in the mirror I'm telling you, it's so awkward. Yeah. It really is. It really is, but I think it's so important it's because so you just need to be kind to yourself, people, because there's a lot of people out there that's gonna tear you down. <laughs> and you just don't, you just need to step up to step up to the game and be like, hey, I can do this. I'm awesome. I am kind to myself. <laughs> I'm kind to myself. Um, anyways, we're gonna wrap this up. If you guys yeah. absolutely loved our podcast, please feel free to share this with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, make tr- make sure to subscribe to our podcast and 
you know, leave us a review. You know, let us know what yeah, you're what thinking you're about. Yeah, what you're feeling. Yeah, what you're feeling about this. Tell us to change. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what we need to change about everything. Yes, and you know, if you guys have anything you guys want to talk about, yeah. um, please feel free to put that and even DM us. Follow us on Instagram. DM us, yeah. let us know. We love hearing other people's perspectives too. I think that's what we love about our relationship is it gives such an odd, like different, diverse perspective. Yeah. So. I don't think we're like naive to think like our perspective is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, it's yeah. nothing. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next In week. In the nice podcast. <laughs>